Good morning and welcome into the Morning Burrito Podcast on a Thursday. I'm Michael. I'm Kelly. And uh, yeah, you're our guest host. Welcome in yeah, to the burrito. Seriously. Dude, you've been talked about for months and months and months and months and months, shows and shows, yeah. and you're finally making your appearance. Yeah, at least it's not a cameo. I get the whole time, so... <laughs> <laughs> that is that is true. <laughs> that is true. Uh, hey, we're going to be talking uh, about some fun stuff today. It is, of course, nine days till Christmas, and so it uh, wouldn't be the morning burrito if we didn't talk about Christmas at Christmas time. So we're going to share some stories and some fun and just kind of break down where Christmas started and where it is today and uh, how it, from our perspective, where it's gone in, in culture and um, we'll talk about all kinds of different pop culture references and things. I'm sure movies and songs and things will come up as we go. I like what I don't like, so, you know. What you're wrong about and I'm right about. We'll, <laughs> we'll talk about that. But anyway, welcome into the Morning Burrito Podcast on a Thursday. All right. So, Kelly, it is good to have you, sir. Thank you. It's um, good to be here. We have, uh, we have talked about having you on the show now for, you know, some time. But, you know, we generally do this on days when you're not available and you were available this time. So it made things a whole lot easier to get you on the show. And uh, a seat has been vacated, at least for the, the next couple shows. Yeah. And uh, that uh, allowed an opportunity for you to slide right in there. And, you know, I didn't really have to step that much, so... There's going to be a lot of short jokes, and he's not here. He's not even here, yeah. So, uh, so yeah, I, I just want to point out a couple things. Number, number one, this beautiful, beautiful logo that we have hanging on the wall behind us was made by this guy. He is very talented at uh, welding and wood cutting and, I mean, wood carving and whatnot. You just you do awesome stuff. You have stuff hanging in my house that you made, so... We appreciate I have it. Stuff everywhere. That's yeah. awesome. Uh, but also, our our main co-host uh, that I my partner in crime, as I call him, uh, Eric, is uh, on his way back uh, today. Uh, this is leg day number two. Leg number two, driving back from South Dakota, and through um, a whole bunch of junk. Through so. a bunch of junk. It's uh, seventy mile an hour winds, twelve inches of snow. I'm sure ice is going to be involved yeah. there, um, and drifting snow is going to be involved. So. Um, hey, man, our prayers are with you and your yes, family as you yes. drive, and uh, hopefully we'll see you. Well, not hopefully. You will be back, but we'll see you when you get back uh, for Christmas. But um, his son, Graydon, got married. Graydon's a good friend of ours and yes, uh, yes. served as uh, one of my youth leaders while he was here. And uh, congratulations to him and Katie yes. on their wedding. Uh, it was fun to actually they, they did it on Facebook Live as if. I got to watch it afterwards because they did it while I was at work, so. I did see parts and pieces. Many people were at work, yeah, like me. <laughs> <laughs> but I have—I fortunately have a job where I can actually yes. have that on while I'm working. <laughs> so I, I think it would be kind of weird if I put that up on my TV at the at my class and go, "What does this have to do with welding?" Um, nothing. E yeah, nothing. Nothing. <laughs> I, I that stool there. That, that stool has to be welded. So maybe that's got some. I don't know. They did tie the trees together. I don't know that that has anything to do with welding, but... I don't think so. You, you put yeah. things together when you're welding, so I suppose there's that. Yeah, but it's usually metallic. That's a good point. <laughs> uh, I, I will say this, all kidding aside, um, I was not dressed appropriately for a wedding. 
<laughs> I I was working here, but I was in basically a a, a very small step above PJs. So wow. it was it was the most dressed down wedding I've ever been to. Well, I I dressed up this week for you know, uh, yeah, it was dress up week, kind of like homecoming where everybody dresses up. So I went as cousin Eddie. That's my, dressing up. Yep, in my bathrobe and shorts. There you go. You know, my almost knee-high socks with my... Was the pooper full? It was. It was. It was very full. <laughs> you should have got a hose with water. Oh, I I, mm-hmm. I was going to. I had to tone it down. See, we've already started with the Christmas references. <laughs> that probably won't be the last time that movie is referenced. No, no, it won't. So we're going to spend some time today... Um, Thanks for tuning in. If this yes. is your first time with us on the Morning Burrito, we hope I don't wanna, push anybody away. Uh, so. I doubt that. Uh, we just want they look at this mug every week, so it can't be any worse. <laughs> uh, we uh, we are excited to talk about just everything Christmas today, and uh, for those of you who are church people, you already know probably I would hope so the foundational part of the Christmas story. Uh, the reason it's called Christ Mass is because there is always in the Catholic or Orthodox faiths, which were the first churches mm-hmm. in the Christian church, uh, they have what they call a Christ Mass. <laughs> Hence Christmas. Christmas. Because um, it's about Christ. Uh, Christ sure? being the baby Jesus. I heard it was about X. Uh, no. Sure. But in Greek, actually, Christ is X, the letter X. Oh. So... When people get their panties in a bunch, I can't believe I just said panties, but when they get their underwear in a bunch uh, over over the, the Xmas thing in the church, I find it just really funny and it's insane because literally in the Greek al- alphabet, the letter X is to represent Christ. So, Hey, you learn something new every day. I did not know that. Yeah. So, so thanks. thanks. Have you that. seen the Christmas linebacker? No. Speaking of odd Christmas references. Okay. So. I want you to do something. If you're watching this today, after the show's over, do not do it now, but do it later because you will thank me for this. Go on YouTube and look up the Christmas linebacker in YouTube. If you're a Christian, if you're not a Christian, you might not find it as funny as those of us who are Christians, but it's, um, yeah, it's it's special. You just have to experience it? Yes. You can't explain it? It'll be funny. You'll 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 laugh, but okay. you'll also be like, "Yep, that's a Christian video." That figures. Okay. Because Christians have to- Christians have a tendency to make videos that are oftentimes kind of dumb, and there's actually a sequel, "The Evangelism Linebacker." Wow. It was that good. They had to make another one. Yeah. Okay. Uh, they were used in youth ministry. They were videos designed specifically for students. And uh, when I was in youth ministry, it was it was a big deal. And when okay, tell me they this: them. Do they at least have a a plot unlike all the Hallmark movies? Well, I mean, it's they're they're short videos. I mean, they're oh, okay. like three three to well, five so minutes are Hallmark long. Movies. I mean, well, you can pretty much watch the beginning and know the fast, end. Fast forward to the five minutes at the end where. They make up and kiss and whatever they do at the end. Well, that's because all of them are cookie cutters. Every one of them. They're all the same. I think they get the same actors, too. It's kind of like Christian movies are, by and large, all the same. Yeah. By the way, this is not Christmas-related, but just so you know, so this week, I've seen it before, but I don't know, it hit different this week. (laughs) I watched the movie The Shack. 
highly recommend the movie The Shack. I haven't seen it. Really, really, really good. Um, it's just it's one of those movies, like especially if you're a parent. Well, my wife it'll it'll hit deep. My wife's read the book a couple of times. Yeah, I don't read, so not unless there's pictures. So <laughs> we re- we read magazines. Yeah, pretty much. That's with, it with pictures. I was I was that kid with the the picture bible because I didn't like to read. I am the kid with the picture <laughs> bible. <laughs> that's yeah. what that that's what the Bible app's great for. You have audio. <laughs> you don't have to read it. You don't even have to read it now. It's awesome. And, uh, but and it's not as meaningful. I've I've figured out that it's not as quite. Meaningful. The problem is they don't read fast enough. No, they read like it's like uh, you know some old guy with a with a Monotone. smoke. He's got a smoking jacket yes. on, and yes. he's he's got the big book. That, that's all he's doing. <laughs> yeah, this is not a script. No, it's not. All right, so let's get back into Christmas. Yeah, Christmas. So again, Christmas started with Christ. That's the whole point of Christmas. Yeah. But we've seen several things happen over over the course of the last couple thousand years as Christmas has evolved. Um, and somewhere, I, I believe, in the 1600s, 1700s, somewhere in that time frame, uh, I don't remember exactly when he lived, but there was a guy named St. Nick. St. Nicholas. Uh, and if, I, if I'm cor- correct me if I'm wrong, I mean, fact check me, that's fine. I, I don't honestly know the, the exact on this. I might be right. I might be wrong. But it don't was. Take, I don't take it to the bank, in other words. No, don't take this to bank. But okay. he there there is a Catholic saint. I know that. His name is St. Nick. Um, but I don't remember if he was from like northern Africa or Europe somewhere. I'm not exactly sure. But the whole idea of St. Nick, the reason he got sainted is because he was such a giving, loving priest, right? And so he he would give gifts to kids every year at Christmas time, um, put them in their stockings that they would hang outside of their house. I've seen that movie. Um, you know, he would drop them, drop them in there, right? You know, fruits and things, I think, was how it started. Um but then the Scandinavian countries, uh, I think Norway specifically, again, fact check me if I'm wrong, I don't, might be Sweden, I don't know. Who cares? It's one of them over there. Yeah, it doesn't matter. One, one, of countries. one of them countries where Europe. it's really cold and Europe. icy. Just go er, Europe. Northern, Northern, Western Europe, yeah. yeah. Anyway, point is, they, they latched on to this idea of Santa Claus, right? They changed the name from St. Nick to Santa Claus um, in the Scandin- one of these Scandinavian countries. And um, knows a Nick. yeah, well, I don't know if they know a Nick, and I don't know if that's a common name in Sweden. Oh, that is true. Yeah, you're you know, Bjorn maybe. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Well, actually, I do know a, a Swedish hockey player. His name is Nicol- Nicholas Jalmerson. Or Nikolai. I've heard Nikolai. Before. Yeah. So maybe. Anyway, they uh, they came up with a Santa Claus character, right, based off of Saint Nick. And uh, he, the whole wives' tale, old wives' tale back then was there is this guy in a sleigh and he rides around with with in his sleigh, one horse sleigh, and uh, he's he's giving gifts to kids at Christmas time. And then before you know it, they were flying reindeer. And before you know it, Coke got a hold of it, the whole Santa thing, and he became a fat guy with a bowl full of jelly for a belly and you know well, you red can, cheeks. You can definitely tell it was a guy that thought of this because who goes from a one horse sleigh to now he's got six seven reindeer because he had to he had to 
But then women got a hold of it. That's why there's not 150. I know that, but you had because you, had you to have to a, reindeer power. Yeah, you had reindeer power, but you got more of them. So, but that's why that's why in in Elf, you know, you have to have what was the jet? <laughs> what was the power? He he yeah. says so, some number of reindeer power. Yeah, whatever it is. Uh, no, so so the Santa Claus began to overshadow Jesus at Christmas time. Fairly quickly, once yeah. once Western countries, uh, once it left Scandinavia and became a thing in Western Europe and into the United States, um, Christmas became something completely different than what it originally was. Um, I'm certain. I'm certain. I, I, I'm fairly confident in saying that if Saint Nick were still alive, uh, this is not what he had in mind for Christmas. Um, that he he would probably not um, envision Santa Claus. <laughs> well, no. Even even with our generation, it's it's changed a little bit too. Um, just the way it's portrayed. I mean, it, when you have somebody that gets a hold of it and they want to use it for, you know, advertising and that kind of stuff, I think it's just got, you know, way way out there, and everybody's got their own what Santa Claus looks like. Uh huh. Uh, and then you, I mean, you, you go into the movies and all the movies with Santa Claus, everybody's different Santa Claus. So, I mean, it, like, I guess it's kind of society driving who changes, I think, because everybody wants to sell mm-hmm. lots of stuff. Yep. Because it, it turned into that giving where everybody had to buy, buy, buy. Sure. You know, and it, it wasn't a bur- it wasn't about the getting part. Like. I was fortunate enough that my family uh, went to church, and I became a Christian at a young age. So, for me, Christmas always had Christ in it, and we we always had that uh, Christmas Eve service. You know, you went to, um, but we all we also have different uh, family. I guess uh, can't think of the word traditions. Traditions. Thank you. Well, we we talked about traditions last week, in fact, Um, and so why don't you share with our audience just some of the the family traditions that your family um, had as a kid, and then now as a parent, how has that shifted, if it has shifted at all? Uh, Yeah, it has shifted for me. Sorry. There. Am I better? Yeah. I'll eat the mic now. Um, So for me as a kid, I always got excited because for us... For the longest time, I could remember going to my grandparents' house, which uh, my grandpa built this house, so it's it's just one of those things where I always loved going out there because they had the old-style uh, fireplace. They usually had the fire going, so if you got cold, you could get close to the fire. Um, we'd always have – I always looked for um, – and this was Christmas Eve. We'd always spend Christmas Eve at my grandparents' um, – I'd always want my grandma's butterscotch fudge, and she'd always get extra olives specifically for me. Ew, gross. Oh, man, seriously? Olives are nasty. How do you, how do you have a tray without olives? As olives, long as I don't pickles. have to eat them, that's okay. Ser- See, pickles are okay. So- Carrots are good. And a lot of ranch dressing. Wow. <laughs> I see how you are. Anyways, moving right along. So it was it was always about the food and the dessert more than anything. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and going out to my grandparents. That was the big thing because my grandparents, you know, like I said, my grandpa built the house, so they had a basement, and then they had upstairs. So usually upstairs you had something Christmas-related that they were watching, usually with the volume way too high because they're grandparents. They can't hear. Um, so the kids would be downstairs. So we had a ping-pong table downstairs. We had a pool table downstairs. So we'd always spend, unless we were eating or wrapping or uh, unwrapping presents, we were downstairs. Mm-hmm. Just stay out of the way. Now, when it came to unwrapping presents, it was like, okay, you can do it. You can do it kind of around the room kind of. So, And typically it was the kids first. My, my parents were, you know, let us open our gifts and move on from there but the biggest thing too is we'd always take the uh wrapping paper and we'd start throwing it at each other so i mean the tradition that started way back when um kind of holds true with what we do at mine and now i mean uh so from the coast many of you don't know but i'm from the coast down by coos bay north bend a little town called coquille um so now that I'm clear up here in Hermiston, I don't get some of those um, traditions anymore. Now, this year we are going to head down and hopefully we'll have it at my grandparents' house. But um, we've, we've brought some of those traditions to us here in Hermiston. Sure. So it, it's, it's different being away from family. You know, we. Yeah, oh. no kidding. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're a little bit further away from your family, though. A little bit. Um, but I think I think it's changed a little bit, but I also try we try to make it family related or orientated. It's it's amazing how traditions change over time. So uh when I was growing up, we had a few traditions uh that were pretty standard for most of my growing up years. Uh Christmas Eve my mom always made the same thing. So it was uh either lasagna or some sort of pasta. Um, now, technically, I am Italian, and I tend to claim that I'm Italian more than anything else, but I'm really a mutt. Um, and my mom's not Italian at all. So you don't um, eat anything? It's from my dad's side of the family. Is that why you said mutt? Yeah. Well, but we always, like, ident- identify with our Italian side uh, on Christmas gotcha, Eve gotcha. with, you know, a traditional Christmas pasta. pasta. Gotcha. Um and so we did that for much of my my life on Christmas Eve, and we would uh, always open gifts from the grandparents on Christmas Eve, and then Christmas Day we'd open Chris, uh, gifts for mom and dad and Santa Claus. Um, and my mom still to this day wraps stuff and says it's from Santa Claus, even though you know it's like from her. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Did, I'm, did I'm you, 37 years old. Like, did I you know, figure it out on your own, or did they have to tell you that? He wasn't real. Uh, that's a good question. I don't know. Hopefully there are no kids watching because you might have just ruined oh, somebody's whoops. Christmas. Sorry. You, you, you ought to put it in the subtitles there. <laughs> he was right. He was lying. Yeah. Don't believe him. Don't believe him. <laughs> You're not a true believer, as the <laughs> Christmas Chronicles movie says. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Um, no, so, uh, so yeah, we would open gifts from, from my mom uh, and dad. And, again, even to this day, my mom wraps things in says it's from Santa Claus, which is funny. Um, but then as time went on and my sister got married, um, I got married, we both had kids. 
Um, and my brother got married. My uh, my parents began, and my mom doesn't want to cook anymore because I mean they're old. Um, and there's a lot our, of people. To our, pa- our parents are not young anymore. No. And so, uh, so my parents Sorry, mom. decided to. My, my parents, when I was older, um, they had been in their jobs long enough. They were making really good money, and so one of the things that they they wanted to do um, because we didn't get to do this kind of stuff when we were kids Mm -hmm. um, because we were living on bologna and stuff um, is they would take us out every Christmas Eve to Benihana Japanese steakhouse. And uh, we, it's just, it's like the movie Santa Claus. Like it just, there's something odd about going to a Japanese steakhouse on Christmas Eve. Um, But that's what we did. We, from, for most of my married years, that's what we've done. Um, and then, you know, we moved away, my sister and her husband moved away, um, and my parents eventually moved. So we, we've not done, we don't do that tradition obviously anymore with my kids though. Um, things have kind of been very difficult for Christmas tradition because we've not lived in one place long enough to have any like local traditions, like something we do locally, um, you know, going to see a specific Santa Claus or, you know, whatever. But we, for a long time, we lived close enough to Bass Pro Shops to be able to go to Bass Pro there we go. and take my daughter to the Bass Pro. They have a Santa Claus that's free. And uh, so when Harper was growing up, for much of those first, I don't know, seven, eight years, we would go to Bass Pro every year. And that was Yeah, awesome. you had me at Bass Pro. I Dude, mean, Bass Pro is great. Bass Pro is great even outside of Christmas time, but there is something cool about they they just bring in hillbilly type Christmas toys like it's <laughs> and you know when you have I, I don't care how how old you are uh, as a man when there are Christmas gifts that are specifically gun related or archery related or fishing related I don't care if they're toys it's cool for a dude or depending on if you like brother-in-law sister-in-law give you that uh something who related who related yeah poopery oh poopery yeah um the gag gifts you never get gag gifts no what no seriously well i mean i did talk on sunday about one gag gift that i got from my mother oh, a few true. years ago that is true. um no so 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 we did that for several years we haven't done that in the last few years just because course we live in moving. oregon and there are none anywhere near us which is ridiculous and the closest yakima cabela's it's yeah ridiculous well, they're, they're the same now don't you know oh they are but yeah. that's what i'm saying like i'm sure cabela's does the same thing of course they do but it's two hours I mean, away. i'm not gonna two and a half hours i'm not gonna drive over the mountains to get to cabela's no so you've seen one santa you've seen them all that's true but it's good when the little kid can go and you know get her time yeah. with santa claus the older one kind of knows the truth now. Photoshop. So. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> Take an old picture of Harper You're... and just to superimpose our, uh, Clara's face. Yeah. Um, but one of the other the other traditions that we've adopted um, since we lived in Oklahoma before we came here is uh, every year we go to the store and we pick out uh, a new ornament each year. Yep. And so each kid, um, my wife and I, we both – all of us, we buy it an individual new ornament that's representative of us that year. So, you know, minor tend to be churches or fishing or ours. Ours, you know, we are. We always got a 
Hallmark <laughs> Christmas ornament. Now, uh, not all of them were the same year because you, you could always get the, you know, after Christmas, you always get the sale that they'll sell the, the clearance ones. Yeah, the clearance ones. So my mom had a tendency to buy those and then she just, you know, take the Sharpie out, <laughs> you know. Oh, it's Here's, not It's, not it's 2021, year. but I'm going to give you the 2019 version. Right, exactly. <laughs> Just I mean, forget that it says 19. But it, it's one of those traditions. Like, I have, she's given me uh, a whole shoebox of all my ornaments. Yeah. So, I think I have literally, since I was born, because I got one uh, the year that I was born, and since then, I've, I think I have a Hallmark my mom, or at least an ornament. My mom still has a plethora of ornaments from when I was a kid. Um, there's some that she sent to us that she wants us to have and we put on our tree mm-hmm. now but um i'm sure there will be a day that that'll come when i get those from my mom but she still puts them on the tree so my mom keeps everything my mom doesn't yeah she they've yeah. moved enough times that <laughs> they don't keep everything no yeah no i have a lot of stuff that my mom kept and you know one benefit of having my mom like that is i can always go back and i can explain when i remember got got that ornament yeah what year it was so 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 you and i are very similar in age and uh, one of the things that those of you who are in your late 30s to probably early 40 late 40s early 50s you probably remember the tgif and uh the the old uh oh what was the channel i don't even it's called freeform now i don't remember abc family was what it was called for a while anyway yeah it's out there um I remember they they every year this one cable channel would play 24 hours of the greatest Christmas movie that was ever made. 24 hours? 24 hours straight just wow. this same movie on repeat. Do you remember what movie that is? I'm a, the the only movie that needs to be mentioned unlike that Christmas story crap. That's what I'm talking about. It's no, a Christmas story. No. It's a so movie. so this guy's a Grinch and uh you know, he may not be bah humbug Scrooge, but he is a Grinch because he doesn't like a Christmas story. No. Ralphie and his brother Randy are two awesome characters. His dad is hilarious. The I forget what the name of the the next door neighbor is. His dogs. Yeah. I mean, it's just a fantastic movie no, there is nothing no better than the santa claus putting his foot in ralphie's face and pushing him down the slide like man that's the only good part of the show no that movie is hilarious no it is not Seriously. you'll shoot your eye out kid oh my goodness i've watched that movie man i you know how many times i've seen that movie maybe five times maybe I, i've seen it probably five thousand times I've actually probably saw Miracle on 31st Street more than I saw that. The problem is you called it Miracle on 31st Street. It's 34th Street. Sorry, 34th. It's been a while. I'm getting old. Yeah, you are. At least that's what my students tell me. (laughs) (laughs) So... So let's let's do this uh, as we get ready to close the show out uh, for today. Um, We're going to talk about two separate things. Uh, I want to get your top three, top three Christmas songs... Ooh. In your top three Christmas movies. Mm. I like Oh Holy Night. Did uh, you like the version we showed in youth group last night? It, 
was different. If but, you go uh, to if I you mean, go to YouTube and search oh, "bad oh holy night," wow, oh man, that is bad. <laughs> it it's a picture of a cassette tape, cassette an tape. old cassette tape with "oh holy yeah. night" with a question mark. So that's of- that's why you know that it's the right one you're choosing. Yes. And here's the thing: it's awful, yes. but it's so awful that it's funny. I would highly recommend listening all the way to the end because it's it just like a Christmas story. Wow, <laughs> wow. <laughs> Put it in the comments and yeah. and and nail him for that. No. Okay, so so you got nail me. So sorry. Oh holy night! I'll eat it now. Oh holy night! Um, I love. We wish you a merry Christmas. Yeah, away in a manger. Oh, that's good. I uh, I would say my top three are probably God rest you merry gentlemen. Mm-hmm. That's that's legitimately a rock song. I love it. Uh, uh, we three Kings. I love that song about the Mm -hmm. Magi. Um, and it's not really a Christmas carol, but just because for King and country, the band did this song so well, little drummer boy, man, man. can't go wrong. And they do it so well. That live version is sickeningly good. Yeah. If you haven't heard it, look up again. I'm telling you a whole lot of things that go on YouTube for today, but YouTube look up, uh, Little Drummer Boy by For King and Country. Yes. You will you will, you will not, not be, be dis- disappointed. If you like Christmas music, yeah. you will be very excited about it. Yeah. All right, top 3 Christmas movies. I have, so I've been watching Christmas Vacation for a long time. So that one's my top. National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. My second would be Home Alone, and my third more than likely I would lean towards Elf. Do you put uh, Home Alone 1 and 2 as a package deal as number two? Because I can't watch them apart. They have to be watched back-to-back. Back-to-back, yeah. And then they throw it all out the window when they got three. Yeah, it wasn't that bad. It's it was okay. Just... I mean, it doesn't make it in my top ten Heck Christmas no. movies, no. but no. but uh, it's not that bad. I mean, it... where do you put Jingle All the Way? Sheesh, I don't think that's top ten. I'd probably I mean, have it's, it. It's funny. I mean, when you get... You know, Arnold and Sinbad. I mean. Phil Hartman. Yeah. It's God funny. rest his soul. It's funny, but is it that funny to make the top ten? Not really, but it's 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 pleasant. I I enjoy it. <laughs> you got you got the little elf in the in the the warehouse mm-hmm. the, where they're they're hawking toys yep. and he he has a Joe Pesci accent. <laughs> yeah. What about what about the Polar Express? Where do you put Polar Express? I'd say that was number five. That's a great. That's a it's great a film. One. Great and, film. I mean, who better than to do that with Tom Hanks? I mean, he's got playing multiple those, characters yeah, in the movie. He's got one of those voices that you know. He's kind of like Morgan Freeman. And yeah. Uh, if you have not seen Polar Express, highly recommend watching <laughs> yeah. that. That's a great Christmas it's a great film. Ki- great kids movie. Too. Now, I I was a little disappointed that you did not put the greatest Christmas movie in your top three. No. The greatest. No. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, no. Not a Christmas story. No, the greatest Christmas movie ever. Greatest Christmas movie ever? Detective Our, John McClane. Oh, my goodness. You, How did you leave that out of the top three? Okay, but, Die Hard, man. It, it is a Christmas movie. I give you that. Now, is it up there with National Lampoons? Not, not there. Uh, it, he's top ten, but is he my top five? No, I don't think he's top five. I don't know. 
Because now you have that debate. Okay. It's better than Elf. Like, I like Elf. Don't get me wrong. I will watch Elf, but I would much rather watch John McClane <laughs> with, with an Uzi or a pistol. Like, bare feet. Bare feet, running around in his tank top. So do you consider Die Hard 2 a Christmas movie as well? Technically. Because it was the same time. Yep. Yeah, yeah. It was filmed the next year. The next Christmas. <laughs> Instead of, you know, being inside that. No. Die Hard 2 is awful, by the way. Yeah, it was bad. It was but then they came back with Die Hard with a Vengeance. Yeah. They hit, it, they hit it out of the park. And they had to, though. I mean, the, well, they brought they back. Couldn't have, they couldn't have done it any worse, I they br- don't think. They brought Hans Gruber's brother yes, in yes. on that one. And they also brought in Samuel L. Jackson. You oh. can't go wrong with a Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah, well, depends. You know what? You know what's funny about Sam? We're getting way off topic. Oh, uh, yeah, we are. But you know what's funny about Sam Jackson? See, this is stuff I can't talk about with Eric because he doesn't watch <laughs> movies. Uh, <laughs> the funny thing about Samuel L. Jackson, he's he's like there's there's several actors like him in Hollywood that will literally take anything that's put in front of them. Yeah, he will do any movie that's ever put in front of him. Mm-hmm. That's how you get Snakes on a Plane, which is oh, probably terrible. the worst movie Don't that's even... ever been made. And then you have him in Die Hard with a Vengeance, which was a great role. He was awesome yeah. in that movie. Yeah, there are definitely definitely some movies out there that. Anyway, you can tell. But what are now, your, what are your top movies? Top three. So Die Hard's number one. Uh, I love Die Hard. I, I just I know that some people, Christian people, would look at that and be like, "Well, that's a violent movie with bad language." I get it. There's just something I I grew up watching that movie with my dad every Christmas, every well, Christmas me, time. Me, it was cr- National Ambulance Christmas Vacation. Well, Again, there's language in that one too. Sure, uh, so. and and that would be my second one for sure. Yeah. Um, as far as Christmas movies, you can't really go wrong with National Lampoons. Yep. Uh, as far as if you were putting it as like my f- the funny if funny Christmas movies, that would be my number one. Okay, gotcha. Um, number three, man. Uh, there's a lot of good Christmas movies. Uh, it's probably a running gun battle between A Christmas Story, Elf. Wow. And I mean, I, I, I have a lot more respect for it now than I did when I was a kid. But uh, It's a Wonderful Life is mm. is really a strong film. Uh, mm-hmm. The the message of the film is a lot stronger to me now than it was then. Like, well, and, and it's and it's not one of the Hallmark movies where you know exactly what's going to happen. Yeah, I mean, you kind of did, but I mean, you figure too, it's going to turn out good for him at well, the you end. Look at the actors, I mean, seriously. Well, Jimmy Stewart, one yeah, of the greatest actors of all time. Stewart. I mean, seriously. But no, so that that one would be up there. Um, Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street, the original. Um, is fantastic. One of the one of the best Christmas movies ever made. I mean, there's just, it's kind of hard Christmas movies. I watch all of them. Like I, mm-hmm. I can watch every. And Polar Express now is certainly in my top ten. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of Christmas movies that just have those feels to them that yeah you can watch them. I mean, even the Star that came out just a few years ago, the cartoon. Mm-hmm. I'm not a cartoon guy, um, but Polar Express and the Star are in my top ten. Wow, which is funny because. The star is not even really, I mean, it's tangentially about Jesus, but it's really about the donkey. <laughs> and so, um, which is animated and it's, the donkeys didn't really talk, just FYI. So, what? yeah, the animals didn't? didn't really talk. So, I mean, amazing. They're not like worked. donkey on Shrek? 
No. Um, so, yeah. Uh, and, oh, I almost forgot. Probably the greatest old-time Christmas movie ever, the original Christmas Carol. Oof. Charles Dickens' Christmas Carol, the, the original wow. one. The black and white. That's really going back. Man, that my dad would That's have... older than us. A lot older than us. Yeah, a lot. Like, probably older than our parents. Uh, yeah, actually, yeah, much it, older yes. than our parents. Probably about as old as our grandparents. It was still black and white. Seriously. 30s and 40s, probably, when that came out. But, yeah, that movie, the original Christmas Carol was, and it still is, fantastic. And if you also like Christmas Carol, can't go wrong with The Muppets, Christmas Carol. Uh, you have to do The Muppets. Now, mm-hmm. I have one of my very best friends growing up. That was his favorite. The Muppets yeah. Christmas He'd Carol? always go, oh, we're going to watch a Christmas movie, we're going to do The Muppets. I'm like, okay. And it's hilarious. It's funny. Seriously. Yeah. It's a great kid one, too. You know, I, I just, I love Christmas. It is, you know, as the, my favorite song, Christmas song is It's the Most Wonderful Time of the Year, probably. Uh, that's actually probably my favorite Christmas song. As far as, like, non-Christian Christmas songs, um, you know, just secular Christmas songs, mm-hmm. there is there's nothing better. I sing that in my head all the time. Because it really is. I love Christmas. I love the decorations. I love just most people are joyful at this time of year. They're a little nicer. Um, I love giving gifts to people. I love the heart of Christmas, and I love the reason why Jesus came, which was yeah. to save us from our sin, to bring hope, to bring salvation and uh, redemption and forgiveness. So, The reason for the season. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's not about the stuff, even though that's a great addition to the Christmas season, um, as long as it doesn't overshadow Christ. And so yeah. my encouragement to you uh, as we enter these last few days leading into Christmas, um, if you're here in Umatilla County and you don't have a church, Come visit us uh, yes. either this coming Sunday on the 19th. You can visit us at 1030 a.m. Um, and uh, join us for this Christmas season as we we march our way towards Christmas Eve. Um, and then we, of course, have our Christmas Eve service at six o'clock on the on that night. And um, we'll, we'll celebrate. We'll ring in the birth of Christ together that night. Um, and if you are not here in Umatilla County or in eastern Oregon and you, you have don't have a church, find a church. Yes. Um Get in church this Christmas. Um, you can't go wrong with a Christmas Eve service anywhere you go. Um, I'll, I'll be honest, a little inside baseball here. It's probably the easiest for a pastor to do Christmas. Like, you don't have to be super creative. No. You don't have to really do anything to it. You just let the scripture, the story talk for itself, and there's pl- plenty of bountiful amounts of good Christmas music to use. And so you really can't go wrong with a Christmas service pretty much any church you go to. At least I haven't found one that did it really bad. I'm sure there are churches that do it bad, though. We don't talk about such things. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, we're not supposed to mention those. I can say Hermnaz doesn't do it bad. We do a good job. No. No, and bonus, they get to see us this Sunday. That's true. We'll both be there. We'll both be on stage. Oh, you're singing this week. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, so come see this guy sing. Yeah, make sure you bring your sunglasses too, because the lights, you know, glare off of our bald heads. So it can't you can't go wrong with two bald guys on stage. No. Two bald guys with facial hair. Yeah, you got to throw that out there. I mean, we do make it look good. Hey, you know, some people got it and some don't. So some people are tall and some people are some short. Some people tall, some people are short. Some people have to move the microphone up. Some have to move it down. So or or their their stand for their iPad. 
Either or, yeah. Because, you know, when some of us have to, when we preach on a Sunday morning after the other one, we have to kind of move the stand up so that we can see. And you start your day out with a good, you know, good glass of water, or do you do coffee, which is nasty? Um, Water. Yeah. So. I don't even know why I had to think about that. Yeah, seriously. Because coffee's gross. Gross. There's nothing good about coffee. Oh, here, last question before we leave. Uh-oh. Would you rather? Okay. Would you rather have peppermint mocha coffee, which is a big thing now, I guess. Yeah. Right? Whatever. Or would you rather have eggnog? Oof. Yeah. Oof. Two nasty, nasty, nasty drinks. Nasty I think I could I could tolerate the eggnog. I don't know if I could tolerate the peppermint mocha because it's like foam. It's like I wouldn't even know. I, I wouldn't drink I wouldn't, it. I, yeah, no. Seriously. We probably just angered somebody. That's all right. Put it hey, in the comments, you know. <laughs> so, Eric, uh, if you are listening, we love you, and we're praying for yes. your family. Sharon or Gabriel, if you're watching this, we're praying for you guys, and uh, we look forward to seeing you here tomorrow uh, in town. Yes. Uh, but, uh, hey, if we don't get to see you next Tuesday, to you and yours, have a great Merry Christmas. Some yes. of you are going to be leaving town. Um, but if not, join us Tuesday morning, 10 a.m. Uh, we will have Andy Hermans here with us uh, from In Faith Irrigan, and uh, he's going he's gonna to share some about his mission, but we're also going to talk Christmas and, and have some fun uh, together. He and I are both in student ministry, and it'll, I'm sure we'll have some fun conversations about <laughs> student ministry Christmas stuff. So Just don't um, throw names out there. Don't. I probably will because I always do. <laughs> like your name yeah. over and over again. Hey, that's okay. I'm but okay with it. We love you guys, and yes. we will see you next time on the Morning Burrito Podcast. Merry Christmas.